0: Welcome to The Ziegler Show. This is episode 475. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. Today we have Mr. Zig Ziegler bringing us a message on the opportunities we have, but the reality it will take hard work and overcoming. If you don't want a normal life of mediocrity, you'll have to step out of the crowd. That's the main message that's what he starts off bringing us today and doing that is hard harder than we realize so that's what we're going to break down
1: you're what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind you can change what you are you can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind you cannot become what you need to be by remaining what you are if you can't take a huge step to begin with, take as big a step as you can, but take it now. That's the key. Take it now. You can have everything in life you want if you'll just have enough other people get what they want. Today is a brand new day, and it's yours. A uh, couple quick
0: notes about upcoming shows before I give you over to Zig. One is on our Q&A show, question and answer. Uh, in our shows, we've had so many great interviewees lately uh, that we haven't done a Q&A session for a while. So Tom Ziegler and I want to do that. And we have one planned and you can get your question in and we'll work to address it in the show or otherwise. If you'll go to ask.zigshow.com or email us at ask at zigshow.com. And while you may submit questions about any show or show topic that we've done, we're really interested to hear your questions in regards to show 473. The title of that show was Deny Reality Zig Style. And I played a clip from Zig. He told a personal story of being in really bad circumstances and appropriately feeling fearful, doubtful, and scared, and then how a special message turned his perspective around and he turned the result around. Uh, the circumstances were still bad but he didn't accept that he would then have to have bad results, and he didn't. So it's a huge message, life-altering topic, and the difference between literally being in the gutter or in a mansion. So Tom Ziegler and I would very much like to address your questions on the reality of walking that out. So listen to show 473 if you haven't, or if you have, I'd strongly encourage you to listen again. Then submit your questions in writing or voice message at ask.zigshow.com or email us at ask at zigshow.com. I also want to tell you about our upcoming show episode 476. We bring you Dr. Kristen Neff. Many of you will know her from her Ted talk on self-compassion that has over 800,000 views. Her book is titled self-compassion, but what hooked me and caused me to invite her on the Ziegler show was her studies and research and message about self-esteem and how we as a culture have really been led to pursue self-esteem at the sake of putting others down or or at least having to be better than others. And when I heard that, I thought, oh my goodness, what have I done to my kids and am doing? The negative effects that it causes are, it's a big implication. So it's an incredibly insightful study. We all need to understand because we are all a part of it. So that's coming up in the next show, uh, episode 476. Okay, well, now we are just ready to dive into Zig's message that I'll give you now. And then, of course, we will dive in and unpack a few of the points that he gives us. Here we go.
1: had the privilege a couple of years ago of going back to Hines Junior College, which is now known as Heinz Community College, to have set up a scholarship fund for Coach Joby and Jim L., his wife, Harris. It was really an exciting occasion. Uh, I spoke to the student body and the faculty and some visitors uh, that morning. That afternoon, uh, we had a public seminar over in Jackson. The uh, meeting there on the campus was to me truly exciting. And out of it, I really got a tremendous lesson. Uh, The auditorium was absolutely packed. And I looked up and they had students and faculty lined up all the way around the auditorium. And as I got started, I said, now, folks, if you will notice, we got five vacant seats down here and four vacant seats over here. And all you got to do is come down and claim them. They are yours. Not, but one person moved. Now, I said to them, there are no obstacles. I wish I were strong enough and had the time to pick them up and take them back to you. First of all, I'm not. Second, I don't have time. Third, I'm sure the administration would be very unhappy if I could pull a Superman and do exactly that. Come on down. They're available. Still, only the one came down. None on the second row over here. Now, i so now I'll be the first to confess you're going to have to climb over two people to get to these four seats, but that's the way life is. Sometimes you have to climb over obstacles in order to get there, but I can tell you it's well worth it. The front row seats are available, and I want you to think about that. There's a lot of room at the top. There's just not enough room to sit down. You know what the difficult part is? It's getting out of the crowd at the bottom. That's the tough part. You know why it is? Because at the bottom, you've got tens of thousands of people. It takes a whole lot for you to be able to stick your head high enough even to be seen. But once you take that first step out of the crowd at the bottom, then the competition starts to diminish rather dramatically. A number of years ago, I ran an ad in a newspaper down in Houston, Texas, The same time I ran an ad in Denver, Colorado. I'll not identify what the response was or from which city. But in one of them, I'd run an ad, earned $20,000 a year. In the other one, I ran an ad, earned $50,000 a year. I got 25 times as many responses to the one on the lower figure because most people at that day and time could not see themselves earning the higher dollars. The only difference in the head was the dollar mark. Most people never really see themselves as being the capable individual they are. That's the reason I spent so much time on building of that healthy self-image. I just want you to know that front row seats are available. they're not going to come to you. There are obstacles to climb. That's what I'm really saying. But they really are climbable. How do you climb obstacles? I love the example I've used so many times. Showing the picture of the uh, person standing there at the foot of the uh, stairs looking at them. And then over here there's an elevator sign and the sign says the elevator to the top is out of order. You're going to have to take the stairs. I believe that's the way it is in life. The elevator to the top is out of order and yes, you are going to have to take the stairs in order to get there. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that winning relationships, that friends are going to be playing uh, an important part. I love the story of the little guy that was trying to get his dad's attention. And his dad was ignoring him. He was busy with other things. The little boy got real insistent there. He said, Dad said, who's your favorite? Do you like Superman or Batman better? And the father said, Oh, son, I'm busy. Can't you? But daddy, just tell me, which one do you like the best? Superman or Batman? And finally, the father said, Okay. He said, "Ah, Superman is my favorite. The little boy said, well, Daddy, Batman is my favorite. And the father said, well, that's nice, uh, son, uh, but Superman is my favorite. And the little boy said, but Daddy, aren't you going to ask me why Batman is my favorite? And the father said, okay, son, why is Batman your favorite? And the little boy looked at him and he said, Daddy, Batman has got a friend. The father finally got the point. He said, that's important to you, isn't it, son? He said, yes, daddy, it is. Aren't we all looking for friends? Don't we all need that attention? Isn't it true, particularly within our families, the things that we do in that family that make such a big difference? Isn't it true that the applause of a single human being Is of great consequence? Doesn't it really affect our productivity, our happiness, and everything we do in every area of our life? And it really boils down to becoming interested in the other person. It really does. There's no such thing, folks, as somebody who does not have value. Everyone has value. When we recognize and encourage that value, it's amazing what can happen uh, as a result of it.
0: Well, Zig leads off by stating there's room at the top, but there are obstacles. The toughest part is getting out of the crowd at the bottom. That understanding, folks, is critical. I'll guarantee you, you don't realize how it does affect you and you can be much more empowering in your journey. And before we dig in, I want to thank three companies who supported this episode. And first is HP with prices starting at 1,465 bucks. HP workstations offer maximum performance through unique technologies, allowing you to go beyond the basics to maximize your productivity and make it management easy. Plus, HP Z workstations are highly customizable, offering a range of features that you can mix and match to build your ideal configuration. It's the flexible and functionality you need to easily expand to suit your evolving needs into the future. Not to mention, HP offers free shipping and returns every day, as well as free customer support 24-7, 365. So you can get professional advice and support from the ones who know HP products best. Anytime. So right now, you can get an exclusive offer just for Ziggler listeners and get 15% off select HP workstations with Intel Core i5 processors when you go to hp.com slash Ziggler and enter code Ziggler at checkout. Again, that's hp.com slash Ziggler. Enter code Ziggler to get 15% off select HP workstations. This special discount is valid through July 31st. So, whether you have a small business that is looking to grow or you are established and ready to take the next step, HP's workstations with Intel Core i5 processors are for you. Fresh books. Staying on top of your admin and paperwork while hustling to grow your small or freelance business is just hard sometimes. I think most of the time for people running their own ship. We are setting a course, not taking a microscope to the numbers and details, or at least we'd rather not be. FreshBooks wants to change that, so they've launched an all new version of their ridiculously easy to use cloud accounting software that's been custom built for the way you work. No more guessing games on what's owed, overdue, or whether you're in the red. The FreshBooks dashboard has been curated to answer the one burning question for any small business owner How is my business doing? Plus, FreshBooks now offers automated late payment email reminders, which allow you to spend less time chasing payments and more time working your magic. Best of all, if you have any questions whatsoever, FreshBooks award-winning customer service is amazingly helpful and super friendly with Zero Attitude. A real live person usually answers in three rings or less. To claim your 30 days free trial with no credit card required, go to freshbooks.com slash Ziggler and enter The Ziggler Show in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's freshbooks.com slash Ziggler. And then Captera. I know you're good at what you do, but if you've ever found yourself knee deep in spreadsheets with more emails than you can count, you could be doing much better. It's time to power up your productivity with the right business software, but the search for software can be long and painful. I know. When I'm looking for a new resource, I end up researching way too long, asking friends, wasting so much time. This is why I'm telling you about Capterra.com. Capterra, it's an easy-to-use software comparison site with over 400 categories of business software for you to choose from. So whether you need help with website building, customer service, or project management, captera.com is the place to go. They have thousands of ratings and reviews from actual software users just like you and me. Using Captera is absolutely free. There's no obligation. You don't need to register. You won't get annoying follow-up emails or phone calls. I know I've used it multiple times. Don't waste time and money on software that's not right for your business. Visit Captera.com dot com slash Ziggler today and join the millions of people who use Captera every month. Again, that's Captera, C A P T E R R A dot com slash Ziggler to find the software that will save your business time every day. All right, folks. Well, again, with Zig leading off the message about there's room at the top, there are open seats, but there are obstacles, and the toughest part is getting out of the crowd. At the bottom, this message is just crucial for all of us to really understand and grab a hold of. Sometimes you may have a desire and an understanding and a will to do something great, but it's very daunting to commit to because doing so will require you to step outside of the norm, in which case we first have to deal with who are we to do something different. And that really has two parts to it, or it can have. You're going to probably have one or the other. Number one, it's going to be who are you to do something different if you struggle with your self-image and uh, you know wondering, do you really have it in you to do anything more than the norm is a big issue? Or two, who are we in the sense of we believe in ourselves, but the notion feels prideful or self-aggrandizing Uh, to step out and to think, you know, gosh, am I better than everybody else? So if you struggle with the first uh, self-image naturally, I'd recommend getting Zig Ziglar's world-changing book, what put him on the map, his all-time bestseller, See You at the Top, and work on that lagging self-image. And you can also go immediately to ziglar.com slash self-talk and get your self-talk cards and start doing them. We actually did a show on those that sparked hundreds of people getting those that I failed to actually get the episode number for, uh, beginning this show. I think it was somewhere in the early shows that you'll find that are numbered, the two hundreds maybe now on the other part though, if you feel like, no, I do have good self image, I believe in myself, but it does somewhat feel prideful to step out of the crowd and in an arena that you want to, uh, I understand that. I mean, you're in good company, but let me give you another way to look at it. If you're on a beach with a hundred people and you see a child out in the water in danger, if you go to their rescue, does that make you superior? Well, I don't think so. It just makes you willing. Maybe no one else saw the kid. Maybe some did, but they can't swim. And maybe some do, but they're just expecting someone else to go to the rescue. Who knows? Either way, you're not going to let the kid drown, right? So whether you feel called to, well, feeling called, I think is a responsibility to, to go help, not because you're better only because you have the desire and the awareness. Think about that in relation to where you might be right now and feeling called to do something else. Look at it as a responsibility, as a, as a calling and not as, Hey, I'm superior than everybody else around me, but it's something you feel called to do now. I mean, to, Really understand Zig's statement. We also need to understand some of the dynamics of of a crowd and of your crowd and my crowd. Even if those uh, closest to you have the best intentions, when you strive for something more, it's hard for that not to feel a bit threatening to them. They see you as one of them and it's more comforting to all stay in the same place. If you get off the couch, for instance, where everybody's sitting and go for a run, those left there now struggle with feeling some shame possibly for themselves for not getting off the couch. You just made, you just showed that it is possible to do that. And again, that's not to show them in a light of not wanting good for you or, or wanting bad for you. It's just the reality of all of us with our own human nature. I mean, if you have someone who will really cheer for you, count yourself massively blessed. Uh, And I'm not being negative to say that those are those people are few and far between, but they really are. And we just got to understand that reality. Again, the people who love us, it's just difficult even when we strive past the norm with them. But if you'll risk the discomfort and possibly possibly outright criticism from some, you can get free. Ultimately, when you succeed, you'll then give your crowd permission to soar themselves. So many family legacies change because one person went to college or got out of poverty or started a business or became a leader an influencer, and influencer and became abundant. One person got well, but cultural pressure, we just cannot underestimated in the personal development world and industry. We know that often we have people who really do have a desire. They really do understand what they need to do. They really do want to, but dealing with the crowd going, the the, the flow of our culture of family, of the workplace is very difficult. It's very difficult and uncomfortable to stand out and, and step up. Dave Ramsey, for instance. Uh most people know Dave, one of the biggest names in finance today, uh, who we've interviewed on this show. He knows as he's trying to free people from debt that it's again a big countercultural issue. It's very difficult. And he says you have to live like nobody else so you can live like nobody else. He knows the cultural pressure to not spend money like everyone else and make financial cutbacks in your life uh and home is hard. I mean, it's hard to tell your kids. You're not going to go out uh, to, to eat with everyone else or go to the movie like everyone else. It's hard to tell your coworkers you're not going out because you're cutting down on your spending or to tell your spouse, you need to stick with the older car a little while longer. I and mean, it's just difficult stuff. He understands that I work in the wellness industry and we have a lot of people who want to be well, they want to be fit. They want more energy, but gosh, eating and living differently than the culture is difficult. It's hard to not go eat what everybody does at the potluck or at the family gathering or at a restaurant. And, uh, it can feel very much like that is a superior thing that you're doing. Whereas you're just trying to be well, but we understand the cultural ramifications. So I put that all out there. It doesn't take it away, but at least we understand it and hopefully can make some peace with it and know what we are dealing with to Zig's mention of the ad that he ran Promoting, making twenty thousand or fifty thousand dollars. Again, it's the same position, and he got such a dramatically higher response to the lower figure, the twenty thousand, because few people can see themselves earning more and being more capable, is what he said. And let me put that in a different perspective for today's world. Imagine someone ran an ad for a position that you are qualified for. One offered seventy five thousand dollars a year. One offered one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars per year. Can you see yourself earning that $175,000 a year? If not, why, why not you? That's what Zig's asking us. He hit again saying there are front row seats available, but they aren't going to come to you. They are, and there are obstacles to climb, but they really are climbable. So how do you climb obstacles is what Zig asked us. So I'm going to, on those two points there, let me reference the Bible and a couple issues that handicap a lot of my Christian brethren and sometimes myself as well. Number one, Zig says, the open front row seats won't come to you. I hear many times where people are waiting on the Lord, and I'm often reminded of Oliver Wendell Holmes. He's the guy who famously quoted uh, that many people die with their music still in them. Folks, I experienced many people who die waiting on the Lord. That's going to sound controversial to some people, but stick with me. You know, the Lord was there waiting on them, I think, often. Waiting on them to get moving so he could direct them. I'm, a, I'm really a fan of active waiting. Now, admittedly, I'm an impatient guy, and uh, I, I can do it poorly. I can go knock on doors, and when I want to, try to bust them down. And I've had to learn in my own walk, my own uh, spiritual growth, that don't knock on the doors and I shouldn't have to beat them down if this is what God's will is. But I also have not seen where God often brings the door to me. And that's what Zig is saying. they are not going to bring the seat to you. We have to go to it. So to get up and actively wait, to knock and knock and see where God wants to give us fruition, uh, as opposed to waiting and doing nothing, which I think so many people do. And it's just another crutch for not doing anything. Uh, But number two, Zig says there will be obstacles, man. Talk about something to get out on the table and deal with this statement. in reality has fatally ended many of a glorious success. If we believe something's meant to be God ordained, he has called us to it. Our intellect, logic, and heart naturally expect it to work out to make sense. Yet time and time again, we have stories in the Bible where God said, go do this. And the character turns around to do it and finds the door uh, to get out is locked. They have no key. And that just does not make sense to our skulls, not mine. I've read the story of Moses so many times to help me deal with something I believe God is leading me in. But then these obstacles just seem insurmountable and downright ridiculous, maybe even mean. But Moses, I mean, God had to talk him into leading the people out of Egypt, which Moses finally did. And what happened? Well, God, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And we have the long story of the plagues. Uh, Then they come to the Red Sea with no hope of crossing. They run out of water. They run out of food. I mean, how does that make sense? Most of us would have turned around to do God's will, and as soon as Pharaoh said no, deemed that, well, we must not have heard God right. We we must have been wrong. Uh, I I had a friend who was a pastor a long time ago, and he said he often wasn't sure if he'd heard God or if he just had a bad burrito. Uh, But I also had a friend say, does it make sense, listen to this, does it make sense that God would call us to anything that did not require him in a massive way would he give us a task and then say hey you're good you don't need me go, go on ahead you can do it without me i mean we, we hear that and we think well no well that that resonated with me and got me more on terms uh with taking a leading from the lord and expecting expecting that i would be rendered powerless at some point and i would have to call on him for help but man it's a logical, it's not logical to my flesh I have a big endeavor right now, a big, a big opportunity, big calling in, in my work that I absolutely feel confident and certain God is leading me in, and it feels absolutely overwhelming, and I'm often left knowing what on earth to do next. So then we talk so much. Zig talks about stepping out of the crowd, and then he comes to somewhat at the end of the message, our need for friends. But let me offer you this. When you step out of out of the crowd, out of the norm, out of your norm norm, possibly the number one thing you can do to empower yourself and secure your success is make friends with others who have stepped out of the crowd. There, there's nothing that will increase your faith and belief and ability more than a community of kindred spirits. And I believe the biggest benefit of places like health clubs or churches or colleges or Weight Watchers and more is not their teaching or their equipment or their program, but simply being with kindred spirits who have a similar goal. Well, Zig does end then by telling us just how to make those friends, be interested in them and encourage their value. Not talking about yourself, not trying to impress people, being interested in them and encouraging their value. Again, hard to do against our human nature, which brings me to really summarize Zig's entire message by saying, if you don't want the norm, if you need to step out of the crowd, you'll need to believe and act abnormally. And I think that's what's so difficult. But if we can grasp that, say, if I want something different, like Dave Ramsey, if you want to live like no one else without debt and with wealth, you're going to have to live like no one else beforehand. And it's the same thing. If we want abnormal results, we will have to live abnormally. Folks, thanks for being here with me as we inspire our true performance together by being abnormal. See you in the next show.